side for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Something a little bit different this morning. I was lucky enough to be invited on the Rugby League In My Opinion Podcast. It's also on YouTube if you want to have a look at it there. And I was invited on there by Oliver to do a quiz. Now, this quiz was a lot harder than what I expected, to be honest with you. I think when he normally does them with guys, he uh, he does them based on teams. I just did mine on the NRL, so the NRL era. So obviously opened it up a little bit. And uh, as I said, I I didn't expect it to be as hard as what it was, but uh, I really enjoyed this one. A lot of real head scratches. Uh, there's one that I missed that was a really easy one, so that was costly. I think the person that's done the best in his quiz has got 7 out of 10. The person that has done the worst has got 6 out of 10. So, And he's already had 5 or 6 people on doing this, uh, from players to coaches and everything. Uh, so I was lucky enough to go on there, have a really good chat, talk some footy, and uh, dive into these 10 questions. And some of them really rattled me. Some of them were, uh, were easy home runs and then one of them I completely shit the bet on and it may or may or not have turned out to be pretty costly in the run home. So I hand it over now to Rugby League in my opinion. Make sure you follow him on Instagram, Facebook, have a look at his podcast and check out his YouTube channel as well. Rugby League in my opinion. Let's kick it off. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, well, we've had NRL players, we've had Super League players. We've had a USA international and we've had the head coach of Uruguay Rugby League. This quiz is well and truly an international rugby league quiz. However, today we've got the guru, the rugby league guru. How are you today, man? I'm good, mate. Uh, hard act to follow coming off coaches, NRL players, whatnot. Uh, definitely your worst player you've had on, mate. So uh, we'll see how I go. Well, you are the guru and I wanted to get you on before I got on any other rugby league page whatever because you are the guru it's in your name so someone's going to put you to the test at some point and i'm glad it's going to be me here let's see how you go we've not had a score lower than six which was the last quiz we've recently in from wakefield however we've not had a score above seven we've had seven 6.5 wow so it's been a pretty tight race well just just quietly i think you you, this might be a bit of a space job here um i I think you know your rugby league and today we're going to be quizzing you on NRL era history. So from 98 onwards, everyone else has been quizzed on a club, whether it's their club, whatever. But today it's NRL era history. So let's see how we go there. Are you ready for the first question? Yeah, brother, let's rock and roll. Let's see how I go. Hopefully I don't have to hand over the guru tag. (laughs) Alrighty, well, in 2021, which New South Wales origin representative finished third in the NRL for errors and handling errors? This might be the hardest one, unless you know. I hope this is the hardest one, mate. Good God. Okay. Which New South Wales origin rep finished third in the NRL for errors and handling errors? Okay. Someone from the New South Wales Blues. I would assume it would have to be someone that has their hands on the ball a lot. Uh, Tends to be the guys that most errors, handling errors, they tend to be the the, the better players because they're involved so much. Um, I'd sort of be leaning towards maybe a Nathan Cleary, maybe a James Tedesco. Could even be Tommy Turbo, realistically. They touch it so much. I'm going to go. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Teddy, mate. James Tedesco. Unfortunately, you're wrong. It was Tom Trevojevic. Oh, of course it was. Crazy. It, it's always, when a player has a blinder of a season, I find they, for some reason, and again, you're right, it's because they touch the ball a lot. They're always up yep. there in errors. He had 36 errors and 33 handling errors, which I was shocked when I saw. But then again, yeah, it, it purely comes down to how much he's touching the ball. And he does so so much good in a game. We tend to forget when he does make the errors. So there we go. We're 0 from 1, but you were speculating him. You, you did chuck his name in there, so that's a There and thereabouts. That's, that's all right. If you're not first, you're last, mate. That's it. Well, second question. Who won the wooden spoon in 2008? 2008. Okay. So um, 2008 would have been South Sydney were coming out of that that poor era. Um, so it wouldn't have been them. Good God, this is a battle. 2008 was that grand final. Manly Melbourne, that doesn't help me at all. Um, I'm starting to think, was that the sort of era that the Roosters really struggled? Were they, that, they would have been down the bottom there. Um, mate, Oregon, the first one was, was harder than this one, just quietly. Um, 2008, I'm going to go... This is tough. I'm going to go with the... I'll go with the Roost. Nah, I'm sure it wasn't the Roosters, but I'm struggling to think who else it would have been. Uh, give me a second. You, you, you've, you put me under some pressure here after cactusing me on the first one. Um, this if you want a little bit of help, you're on the right track in terms of geographically around, geographically? around the right track. I'm sure it wasn't South Sydney. I'm sure of it. Um geographically as in a beach or as no. in a state as in I'll, I'll say this Sydney as in okay. Sydney greater Sydney as well that that doesn't help a whole lot but it takes a couple of times no, not, not a heap okay so wouldn't have been wouldn't have been, um, wouldn't have been the Tigers uh, so I'm going to go with the, mate, give me the Canterbury Bulldogs. I'll have a crack at. I'll give you the Canterbury Bulldogs. Cause that's correct. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Thank God. Jeez. We went the long way around, didn't we? Yeah. But, um, Hey, as much as things change, the more they stay the same. Of course, they also would unfortunately <laughs> win the wooden spoon in 2021, which is why I chucked this one in here. But uh, that was a bit of a weird year for the Bulldogs. 2007, I think they might have finished top four. And in 2009... Yeah, they did well. Yeah. But 2008, for whatever reason, I can't think off the top of my head if they, they had injuries. I know that's obviously the year Sonny Bill yeah. left during the season. But unfortunately, yeah, they would end up finishing with the wooden spoon. Uh, you would have been kicking yourself, though, if you tipped the Roosters because they would win the wooden spoon in 09. So you would have oh, been... Of course they did. But... You got it. Okay, question three. Ever since saying now that that first question was the hardest, there are a couple of here where I'm starting to maybe think about taking that. <laughs> it, depends. it depends. But question three, who was the NRL's top point scorer in 1990? Oh. So the inaugural right. year. Um, Far out. That's tough. 
Uh, I'm going to go for just because of when it is um, best goal kicker at the time. Pretty sure he was still playing 98. I'm thinking sort of Jason Taylor, Daryl Halligan. Um, trying to think who else around that time. I'm going to go with 98. I'm going to go with Daryl Halligan, mate. It's a great guess, and he's someone who, in my head, I thought definitely you might have guessed. Unfortunately, it's not right. It's the 2021 Premiership winning coach, Ivan Cleary, who was a Sydney uh, with 280. I wouldn't have got that one. That's a good one. So 284 points that season. I don't think that's too far off of Ruben Garrick, who ended up what he ended up getting the record for regular season with over 300 points. So not a bad effort from Ivan Cleary there. Yeah. I always forget about his Roosters days, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm more, at least me personally, I more remember his time at the Warriors played a grand final mm. there in 02 against the Roosters, of course. Um, but we now move on to question four. Look, you won from three so far, but you can salvage this you, and you can still get top, top, top marks. Jeez, you made life hard. In which year did the NRL regular season commence in early February? Now, for this one, don't just think about um, NRL reasons for why this might have happened. Think about maybe. Nah, what- I, I know it's uh, it's one of two years. It's either ninety nine or two thousand. I'm going to say it's the year two thousand because of the Olympics, mate. Correct on both fronts. It's due to due to the Olympics in two thousand, basically. Yeah, and cool. Com- finish up in late August, I'm pretty sure. So just about the, the time the Olympics would have been kicking off their smart move by the NRL, I guess, if the Olympics ever come to Sydney again, which it wouldn't be for a long time, I'd say they'd probably do the same thing. Um, so we're two from two so far, uh, 50%. But now three teams have won back-to-back minor premierships in the NRL era. Two of the teams are the Storm and Roosters. Big shock there. Who was the third? Three teams have won back-to-back minor premiers in the NRL era. Storm and Roosters. Okay, so... Just trying to think. Uh, like, there's obviously not a heap of teams that have actually won minor premierships outside of those two sides. No, um, I, 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 I'm first of all thinking Canterbury. I know that they had a few during the Des Hasler era, but I'm not sure if they went to there. I, I know they definitely got one. Um... There was mm, obviously the Broncos probably in the early parts as well. I'd have to consider them. Manly Seagulls would have to be up there as well. That They'd be there in their bouts a couple of years. Um, it's one of those teams, isn't it? It has to be one of them. All right, I'll give you a hint. You have no, 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 no more hints. No more hints. You helped me too much. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the back-to-back minor premiers. It's hard to think of those Manly boys because they used to just wait till uh, <laughs> until the final started and then kick it up another gear. They'd be on the cans all year. Um, oh, I've got a bad feeling it might be Canterbury in those 2010s, sort of around the Des Hasler era, but I'm going to go with the Manly boys, mate. Unfortunately incorrect. The Dragons, 2009, 2010. Oh, of course. So, 09, a bit of a, a choke job, but then they got they got it, they got it done in the big one in 2010. 
Oh, that's a bad miss by me. Jesus Christ, that's a shocker. Okay. That's, that's what, right. what am I, one from four? No, we're, we're two from five. Two from two five, from I'll say that. That's all right. Okay. okay. This one I'm happy to give a little bit of a hint because I don't think it'll give too much away, but in which year did three players tie for top try scorer? And did you want a, a little bit of a hint? Have you got any clue? Um, Jesus. Mate, I wish you would have asked the first question 10 times. That would have been great. Um, <laughs> no, mate, I, off the top of my head, I won't get this one. Um, I, I can give you a bit of guidance if you'd like, just a little get, bit. Give me a hint of who one of them was. Who one of them was. Okay, well, one of them. One of them played throughout their career. Yeah. Actually, no, it'll give it away if I tell you. One of them, okay, one of them played for the Panthers at some point in their career before playing for this club. And if you needed a little, that might be a bit hard. So for a bit of guidance, I will say to you, two of them were from the same team and the two teams involved played in the grand final that year. Okay, so two of them are from the same team? Two from the same team, and the two teams played in the grand final that year. So two of them are in the same team, and they played the other guy in the grand final? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Um, don't know how much that does help me, to be honest with you. Um It would have. Uh, I got a feeling it might have been 2017. I got a feeling that the two Melbourne Storm boys were the two top score try scorers, but I'm not sure if Kyle Felt was a top try or one of the Cowboys blokes was a top try scorer that year too. That's the only thing that has me wondering about that. Um, just going through the grand finals wouldn't have been 2015, 20. 14, no, 2013, maybe 2012. I don't think so. I'm going to go, I'm going to go that 2017, mate. Um, but fuck, I've got no idea. Unfortunately, incorrect. I do like you thinking though, because Vunavalu and Adokar were the joint top try scorers that year. But a respectable effort because one of the years you actually named off going down the list is the year. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. So what was it then? I said 20, wasn't 2014. No. Nah. No. Nah. 2013, Daniel Tupu and Rog. It was 2013. And you know what? If you'd named a couple of them, I would have given you the point. But the top try scorers in 2013 with 20 tries each. The Wolfman, David Williams. George Tafua. Oh, it's the other way around. And Michael Jennings. Wow. Yeah, no. Fuck. Good guy. I should have picked a team, mate. This is impossible. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? This is... These questions are harder, obviously, than just club history anyway. So I think we need to take... Uh, No excuses. No excuses. Let's keep keep pressing on. Okay, so we're now one, two, three, four, five, six. We're two from six. You can still... Pull it back, but we're going to need a big effort in the last four. That's all. 
But again, people take into account. No, actually, no. Sorry, you said no excuses. I'm no excuses. Up. Keep rolling. In which year were there no points scored in the second half of the grand final? No points scored in the second half of the grand final. Um, that would have that would have been. I have a feeling I spoke about this two weeks ago. To be honest with you. Uh, if I go back through them, um, not 2020, not 2019, 2017, 16, 2012, 2012, maybe 20, 2011, there was 2010, there was 2009, there definitely was. Uh, oh, wait, there definitely fucking was seven, yes, six. Five, four. Um, sorry, mate. You really stumped me here. Two thousand and one. There definitely was two. Yep. Got a feeling it'll be either the year two thousand or what was the one that I I I just said before that. Um, what was it? Twenty twelve. So you thinking two thousand or twenty twelve? I'm thinking two thousand or two thousand twelve. But I got to tell you, I'm not super confident on either um well i'll tell you what because this has been hard one of them is correct one of them is correct okay that actually doesn't help me in any way shape or form to be honest with you but (laughs) um uh i would go with god i was young for that 2000 grand final and fuck i was drunk for that 2012 grand final um I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go 2012, mate. Correct. 2012. Thank God. The Storm beat the Bulldogs 14-4. to 4. I remember growing up but after that grand final, not really going back and watching it throughout the years because I remember, remembered it being a boring grand final. But I think it was last year I went back and watched. It was actually a, like a Melbourne Storm masterclass. They got in the lead early at halftime and then pretty much the whole second half they're like well we've got the lead all we need to do now is pretty much contain Ben Barber and we've won it and that's what they that's what they did really it's actually a good watch in terms of I guess watching Melbourne Storm's well really Craig Bellamy and the Melbourne Storm's brilliance come into play there so yeah 2012. That day uh, one of my best mates he won the Toyota Cup that day for the West Tigers he was playing centre and as the final started, I remember he, he sent me a text. He said, we're going to win this comp. And I said, I said, fuck, like you're, you're fifth. And he went, yeah, nah, we're going to win this comp. And I'm going to have eight tries in the next few weeks. And I went, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, oh, the Tigers aren't going to play finals. Marika Korobiti's coming back to my team and he's standing outside me. And Marika absolutely brained it. He, he got about 15 tries in the last three weeks, just passing it to him. So I remember yeah. celebrating that one, being drunk as a skunk for that grand final, but I'll never forget that pass that Cooper Cronk threw to Billy Slater. That is one of my yeah. favorite plays in rugby league history from that game. It's sort of unfortunate that the whole game's overshadowed by James Graham having a go at biting Billy Slater's yeah. ear When you go back and watch, it is a, a really good game. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel sorry for Canterbury. They yeah, they played really well in that game and in the 2014 grand final. The scoreline doesn't say it, but, geez, they were unlucky not to win either of those. Yeah, and, you know, in 2012, this is uh, a reference back to the the back-to-back minor premiership winners question. 2012, the Bulldogs did win 
the minor premiership. Yeah. So it was around that time. That, that was the one I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We're three from seven, so we're still in the hunt. Which year holds the record for the highest average attendance in NRL era? I've put NRL era down, but it's actually the highest average attendance all-time Australian. Um, uh, I've got no idea how on earth I would know this. Um, I'm going to go... I don't know, 20, 2000 and uh, let's go 14, 2014. Unfortunately incorrect. The answer yeah. is 2005, the year of a bit of Benji magic. The average yeah. attendance, average weekly attendance was 16,468. Yeah, wow. That's that weird I didn't know that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it came down to the fact that I think most Sydney teams – did well that year yeah. and i think only something like it was crazy there was only something like six points between last and eighth it was a really close comp that year obviously the west tigers run with benji marshall uh the broncos were up there as they usually were and they're the they've gotten the highest attendance in every non-covid impacted season for however many years and you also had teams like Parramatta finished first on the ladder good fan base the dragons finished second another good fan base so that definitely would have helped that was the year that jt he first arrived you won the dally m too so north queensland would have been packed out out yes. week in week out yeah and it would have been off the back of that amazing finals effort that they put in in 2004 i think they finished seventh and end up reaching the prelim so off the back of that to be able to jump up there definitely helped as well so many variables yeah. sort of coming into why um 2005 had the highest average attendance in australian rugby league history in terms of the competition now we're on to the last two questions i feel i i, I don't want to put you under pressure but i feel like these two are pretty gettable so oh, good we are currently three from eight we can get we can get five out of ten we can get fifty percent and we kick things off with who won the 1998 NRL Grand Final. Uh, 1998 NRL Grand Final. That would have been, that was obviously the year after Super League. Um, I believe it's the Brisbane Broncos, yeah? Correct. Yeah. They beat the Bulldogs 38 to 12, I believe it was. And I think they were actually down 12-8 at halftime. Mm. And I think the Bulldogs finished something like eighth that year. And the dogs were up at halftime and then Brisbane just came out in the second half and absolutely blitzed them. So now we're four from nine to, to make it a 50%. It's who won the 2008 Dally M medal. Uh, Dally M medal in 2008 would have been Matty Orford from the Manly Seagulls. Correct. Hey, the more things change, the more they say the same. The Manly Ringer Seagull winning the Dally M medal. And hey, it's 2008 as well. So uh, a couple of... Um, a couple of repeats between 2008 and 2021, which leaves us with an end score of five out of 10. However, the people who watched this quiz and listened to it, I think should at least acknowledge and recognize that we weren't just talking about a club here. We were talking about a period of history that has spanned over 20 years that we're currently still in. And you know what, if we take a quick look back at the questions I think for most of the questions you didn't get, you were sort of thereabouts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And that's, that's the yeah. highlight here. At least you're thereabouts. Like you mentioned Tom Travojevic as an option. You end up going with Teddy for the first question. Uh, the third question, you, you brought up Daryl Halligan, who I think a lot of people would have guessed straight away. Uh, you got the, the season commencing in early February 2000. The back-to-back minor premiership one, it was it was a good thought. I should have got that. That one, that one is a stinger. That was one I should have got. I will say this. I would have thought at the very least you would have maybe thought of the Dragons in either, either mm. of those years, I, but that's okay. I completely slipped my mind that one. Very disappointed on that one. Yeah. In which year did three players tie for top try scorer? That one was really hard. But at the very least, in your thought process, you mentioned 2013 as an option. Although you did you did get it mixed around a little bit. Um, I think you said it was uh, Tupo and RTS. I sort of fell into the trap of thinking, surely if if one of these teams had Two try scorers, it should have been the premiers, but that makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. So, uh, but I, I still wouldn't have got that to be honest with you. I, I didn't think the Manly boys, for, from memory, I and you'd have to double check. I think Jamie Lyon scored about 17 tries that year, too. It was a really well balanced, spread outside that one. And again, another parallel to Manly in 2021, I think they had three players in the top five try scorers again this year. It's crazy how yeah. stuff repeats like that. Um, but you also guess when there were no points scored in the second half of the grand final, which year holds the record for highest average attendance in the NRL era. Uh, you guessed 2014, so you were nine years off. However, I do believe I would have to go back and check that 2014 is up there, though. I believe 2014 might have been a bit of a peak before we went on a, a little bit of a down spell. Mm. I think we've, I think 2018, 19, we've sort of come back up a little bit, but then COVID's just absolutely. Um, Put a stop to that. Although in I, I noticed took, in 20- I took twenty fourteen because you had South Sydney and Canterbury going all the way, two fanatical fan bases playing out at Homebush. So I thought you might get 60, 70 for a few games there, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and that's a good thought process to have as well, because again, it turned out in 05, a lot of the Sydney-based clubs did well that year. So I, mm. I like you think there, um, in terms of the you know, the Sydney fan bases coming out to support their teams. Um, but interestingly enough, in my research, I also found that there were uh, the average attendance for 2021 was still up over 11,000, which I think has act- I think actually still beats a couple of years in the NRL era. Which um, I guess that's something to take. That's Queensland, of. though, mate. That's Queensland for you. Is Queensland? I'd say maybe in the first half of the season, Penrith might have bumped it up a little bit. Uh, the, yep. the Broncos were still uh, getting good crowds um but we've also got who won the 98 grand final broncos and yeah who won the 2008 dahlia medal so you know I, I think it was just that one question where i think maybe uh you don't hold your head as high and that is the, the back-to-back uh minor premiership winners in the dragons but other than that uh, a, a great effort and i think everyone's got to acknowledge that um but guru before we finish up give everything a plug facebook instagram podcast etc um to send us out 
Yeah, mate, uh, on Instagram, at Rugby League Guru, Facebook, Rugby League Guru as well. Uh, podcast, got the Rugby League Guru podcast on all your platforms. So if you, uh, hopefully I'll do a little bit better on there than I do on here, just quietly. Um, just quietly, I was just having a look. There's a couple of guys here who got 0.5 scores. How, how did you work that one out? In a couple of the quizzes, there were questions where you had to get, you had to guess both. Yeah, so I guess, right, okay. I guess I was a little easy on you there where oh, I didn't I'll take a 5.33 for uh, Daniel Tupu then. For Daniel Tupu, a 5.33. <laughs> All righty. I, I, I'm not going to put it in now, but I'll, I'll put you down as a 5.33. Well, please take... don't. Please don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> it won't change anything in any way, shape or form, so I'm really happy yeah. to do it if you want me to. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Gary, look, thank you so much for jumping on here today and joining me again. I'd still say a respectable effort, although you said no excuses. It was quite a hard quiz in the end. Um, But once again, thank you for jumping on and I'll see you guys next time.